my dudes, welcome back to Internet Analysis. My name is Tiffany and I have a series here where I like to research and discuss and dive into various internet topics. Most recently, I have made... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply videos about these things. And today we are going to be talking about Facetune. Facetune. Facetuning, photoshopping. Editing and retouching photos. Facetune too. You don't want to look crusty, so you use Facetune. I grew up in a time where magazines were criticized for photoshopping models and celebrities and creating this unattainable beauty standard that we talk about all the time today. But Facetune has brought that same kind of concept to social media and it's become so mainstream that so many influencers and celebrities facetune their pictures online. Not everyone, but it's definitely very common. And though some people like to be open about facetune and admit that they love to edit their pictures, tweak some things, or even completely change their bodies, that still doesn't change that facetune is doing what Photoshop does. It is creating and exacerbating this problem of unattainable beauty standards. So in this video, I'm going to explore various kind of uses of Facetune and discuss the effects that Facetune and the growth and popularity of it has had on people. Before I dive in, I want to remind you guys that I have a podcast. It's called Previously Gifted. If you would like to hear me talk about other things, you can check it out. Just a little shameless self-promo. We love it. Okay, so these are some of the most common ways that Facetune is used, sometimes in combination, but I'm gonna keep them separate for the sake of explanation. Okay, so the first thing would be small, subtle changes. I think this is what Facetune likes to pretend its main purpose is. Can instantly zap away perceived imperfections. And that is things like getting rid of blemishes or temporary imperfections, smoothing out your skin a little bit, making, you know, an oily spot in a picture look a little bit better, less shiny, removing red eye. These are things that don't drastically change your appearance, but they do make a photo look a little bit nicer. The second way that Facetune is often used is to change and distort bodies. This is the one that I have the most problem with, and it is controversial because obviously everyone has a different opinion on where the line is drawn between what is acceptable and what's not. Some people think that what they do or what other people do to their own photos is none of anybody else's business. But when it comes to body distortion via Facetune, people have become really good at it. So it is very common, especially with a lot of influencers, 
on Instagram to see pictures of these impossibly slim thick people because that's kind of the body standard of this time right now you know the Kardashian body the tiny tiny waist and the bigger kind of curvier hips that is what a lot of people use Facetune to try to emulate in their pictures I began to like warp my jaw to make it straighter I realized you know you kind of make your waist go in a little bit make yourself look like you have a bigger bum or whatever and it was so addicting. One very loud and proud supporter of Facetune is Tana Mojo. She had openly admitted to using and loving Facetune, which I guess is kind of good. I would rather people be honest about it than pretend like they don't doctor their photos, but I still don't think it's the best message to send your audience. So obviously editing body and face on Facetune are the most obvious uses, but there's also makeup editing, which I wasn't really aware of until I started researching for this, but a lot of people don't like when makeup artists, beauty gurus, edit their Instagram pictures or their thumbnails when they're showing off a makeup look because essentially they're able to make the makeup look better than it actually looks. Okay, so the first thing that we're going to be doing, guys, is just reshaping the whole face. Yeah, just fake it till you make it. It doesn't really matter if you're ugly because we can do fake plastic surgery right on our phones. Paint on some bronzer, paint on my eyeliner. I just wanted to show you how much you can actually change yourself. And so people are wondering, is this a result of talent or is it just Facetune? Or how much of a role is Facetune having in creating this flawless makeup look? So let's get into more of the impacts that Facetune has. I think the biggest problem is when the gap between your IRL self, you in reality, and the digital version of yourself, the Instagram Facetuned version of yourself, when that gap grows too wide. Again, everyone has their own lines that they draw where they think something is too far or it's okay for them, but it's undeniable that it's becoming a bigger and bigger issue. The more that you use an app like Facetune, the more that you tweak your face or tweak your body, the, the worse it's going to get. Once you start doing it, you have to keep doing it to keep up the consistency of what you're putting out there that you look like that you don't really look like. So it's like a dangerous thing of falling down the rabbit hole of editing and editing and editing. Recently, I've been watching a few videos from a YouTuber named Sierra Schultze. I think that's how it's pronounced. And she's been open about previously using Facetune and recently she did a Instagram experiment where she slowly began to edit her photos, her body, and she wanted to see if anyone would notice and if they did notice if anyone would message her or say, hey, this looks edited what's up? Like, I really honestly like this photo more before the editing, but my skin is not that smooth. My waist is not that small. We're looking at these photos of people that we think are perfect and wishing that we looked like that when half the time it isn't even real. And I think another tricky thing about Facetune is the people who are really good at it, the more practice you get, the more time you spend editing pictures when you learn, you know, not to mess with walls because things are going to be distorted and warped and that's a dead giveaway that you're Facetuning. People be become masters of this and that makes their face tuned pictures that much more subtle and when we see a picture that doesn't seem obviously photoshopped or edited our brain does not register hey it's possible this isn't a hundred percent accurate before and after how crazy is that now here's the thing I understand that social media is a big part of most people's lives and I understand that people want to take good pictures they want to post things that are flattering I also understand that photography is an art taking pictures and editing pictures 
is an art form. There are definitely ways to kind of teach yourself how to look your best in a picture. You know, that can be done with good lighting, good angles, flattering poses. And that I think is a good thing to practice. You know, you wanna be able to look your best in a picture. But I personally think that manipulating and editing and changing the shapes of your body and your face is going too far. Again, as I said, this is a controversial issue and I know there are gonna be people in the comments who are like, what's your problem? Why do you care what anybody else does? Why should it bother you that other people are editing their pictures? And I will say on a personal level, I don't think it really bothers me, but when I think about it as a whole, it's clearly problematic to me. And again, that's my opinion. We can have differing opinions. But another big problem I have with Facetune is that it doesn't exist in a vacuum. When someone edits their picture, changes their body, changes their face, tries to get rid of any possible imperfection and then shares that, then it becomes not just their problem or whatever, it becomes everyone's. It shows up on other people's feeds. Obviously, we are affected by what we see in our own feeds. We are affected by what other people post. So a Facetune user may be able to handle Facetuning their own pictures. They may not be bothered by editing their own bodies, but then posting it and sharing it might trigger other people who follow them. So then it does become a problem that's more than just you. How we represent ourselves online impacts other people. But again, I don't wanna demonize this. I think it's worth having discussions. I think it's a lot of things that we need to talk about. We need to figure out what is acceptable and what is not and how to deal with these things as a society because Black Mirror is the future and technology is not going away. It's tough because I think Instagram is one of the most toxic social media platforms. That's where people are most likely to get FOMO or feel like they're not doing enough with their life or that they are not attractive enough because everything that they're scrolling through and seeing seems more exciting, more luxurious, more expensive, and more beautiful than their own lives or themselves. And it's crazy because even if you know Facetune is a thing, everyone might be editing their pictures a little bit. This probably isn't 100% real. Even with that in your mind, I think it's so easy to still scroll through and not remember that. You don't look at every picture and assume that it's Facetuned. You look at every picture and assume that it's more or less real. There is this short film slash social media experiment video called Redefine Pretty by M. Ford. You can check it out and watch the whole video, but basically the premise was to show women pictures, some that were not retouched and some that were retouched to see what would happen in their brains. The subjects featured in the experiment had various body image issues or maybe they had skin or acne problems that caused them to be self-conscious. And when they saw retouched photos, edited photos of flawless, perfect people, there were literally parts of their brain lighting up signaling trauma. Again, it's a very interesting video, you can watch that. But I think that just goes to prove that no matter how strong you want to be mentally, and it's easy to say, oh, I'm not affected by edited pictures, I'm not affected by what I see on Instagram. Sometimes we can't control how we react, how our brain reacts to these images, and sometimes we're not even aware of it. So I think that's something to keep in mind. Next, I wanna to touch on body dysmorphic disorder, also known as body dysmorphia. BDD is an anxiety disorder related to body image. You might be given a diagnosis of BDD if you experience obsessive worries about one or more perceived flaws in your physical appearance and the flaw cannot be seen by others or appears very slight. 
Now this is a very serious disorder and I'm definitely not trying to say that anyone who has some kind of a body image issue has BDD. It's a very, very obsessive disorder. It's related to OCD and it's extreme. But when I first started thinking about Facetune and the impacts that it might have, I definitely think there's a chance that Facetune and apps like that, Instagram even on its own, can definitely be triggering to people who have BDD. And again, people with BDD do have problems looking at themselves honestly. Their perception of their self is completely warped. So again, other people may see them, think they're beautiful, but they don't see any of that. They're not capable of seeing that. I have body dysmorphic disorder, and there's nothing more painful than not being able to see what you truly look like when facing a mirror. So basically, my biggest question is, if someone with BDD were to use an app like Facetune and change themselves, I wonder if they would ever get to a point where they would like what they see, if they would like that photo and think that they looked good, or if it's just not possible for them to ever reach the level of perfection that they're seeking because their self-perception is that warped? That's my first question. Maybe it's wrong to connect this to body dysmorphia in general, but I just think it's kind of a similar concept. Of course it's different, but with body dysmorphia, the person has a disconnect between what they see in their reflection and what they actually look like. And I guess the connection I'm making is if people create this alternate reality of themselves in Facetune on Instagram and they look at that long enough and they focus on that long enough, I feel like they would have a similar disconnect. They would associate themselves with that Instagram version. And then when they look in the mirror, they wouldn't recognize themselves. And I'm saying not a person with BDD, just anyone. Again, I don't know if this is making sense. I just want to learn more. Again, I'm not in the game of wanting people to self-diagnose or diagnose others or pretend like I understand BDD. This is just based off of a very small amount of research, so I apologize if any of this is inaccurate. And if you're watching this and you have healthier or more positive associations with Facetune or editing your pictures, please let me know. I would love to hear it. Again, these are based on my own perceptions of this and just naturally I'm kind of against too much editing, but that's just me. I would love to hear all of your perspectives. I actually want to do an entire series, they may be my next internet analysis videos, about social media's impact on mental health. So I want to talk about filters and how filters also can negatively affect people's perceptions of their faces. The fact that people are getting plastic surgery to look more like their face-tuned or filtered self. Lots of other things, so let me know if you guys would like to see those videos because I'm very down to make them. The last big point I want to make is that I think that Gen Z is being hit the hardest by social media and the negative impacts of social media and especially things like Facetune because I'm 23. I did start using social media at a young age. I had a MySpace when I was like 11 <laughs> and then I got a Facebook sometime in middle school. But Gen Z, who I, I consider myself a millennial. But honestly, this speaks to me. This is my middle school experience. In my mind, Gen Z is kind of around my younger brother's age. He was born in 2000. And people in his age group are so much more different than even my age group, and we're only four years apart, in that they really grew up in the thick of technology. You know, their first phones were probably iPhones. Like, they didn't even have flip phones, dude. Back in my day, it was pretty rare for kids to be allowed to be on MySpace or Facebook at like 12 or 13, but now kids are like six years old with Instagrams and Snapchats, and I'm like... 
Anyway, I'm just saying that their representation of themselves and their peers is different because social media has evolved and they just happen to get into it when it's at a more advanced and more edited kind of point. I mean, yeah, MySpace pictures were horrible. I just wanna break you down so badly. But we weren't smoothing our skin or changing the shape of our bodies. That was not normalized, and now I think it is. Especially with a lot of the influencers that these kids look up to. I mean, again, Tana Mojo, James Charles always talks about how he uses Facetune. And on one hand, it's good that they're honest, but I don't think that they should encourage their audience that, that they are not good enough and that they should get in the habit of editing their face just because maybe they think their forehead's too big or their jawline isn't strong enough. It's natural for people to have insecurities, but I think I just can't imagine what it's like to be a Gen Z teenager or young teenager, preteen, and be struggling with these standards. Bringing it back to magazines, magazines set unrealistic expectations for us. We would look at the cover of magazines and go, oh, I wish I could be as skinny as Jennifer Aniston. She's always so skinny. She's the perfect woman and she's 40 something years old. But now it's everywhere and even your friends, even your the people you go to school with can be editing their pictures. And if you don't edit your pictures, you feel like, oh no, now my pictures are gonna look so much worse in comparison. Comparison is always gonna make you feel bad about yourself, but it's been shown that Gen Z is so much more of a digital generation, obviously. But that means that their digital selves are that much more important to them and their own perceptions of themselves and their peers compared to us, even the people who are just a few years older. I hope that made sense. It was kind of a, an incoherent rambling. Sorry, can't talk. <laughs> what I think about is if we let Facetune remain this normalized thing and let it even advance further, even the people, the influencers who Facetune themselves cannot live up to their own Instagram version of themselves. You can't even live up to your own beauty standards. It got so bad at one point that I didn't even recognize that it was me. Anyway, this brings me to the end of the video. I think I've talked myself in circles by now. But basically, I think we need to create boundaries. When I'm thinking about having children eventually and how I will want to help them have a healthier relationship with social media, because again, social media is not going anywhere. Technology is not going anywhere. If anything, it's only becoming more and more prevalent. So accepting that it will always exist, I don't think we should accept that we should just let it have free reign and go crazy. I think we as a society have to choose where that line is drawn. Again, this is not to shame anyone who photoshops or facetunes themselves. Everyone has the right to do that. But I don't think that facetuning a picture will ever heal the problems that you have, the body image issues that you have. It's never gonna make you feel better about yourself, your physical real self. It's just gonna make you like a picture more and then present this unattainable version of yourself. I think the more and more you do that, the more you will hate who you see in the mirror, which is a problem. Facetune seems to be a very temporary solution. It's kind of like, it gives you a little bit of a high to make a picture perfect. And that feels nice when the likes start rolling in, but then you go to take pictures the next time and you see what you really look like, which isn't even bad, but it's just distorting what your perception of yourself is and what you think you should look like, what you think you have to look like. Anyway, I sound very preachy, sorry. I feel like my brain is a sponge and I have wrung it completely dry and there's just 
nothing left anymore. So if you've watched till the end of the video, please consider subscribing. I will continue making internet analysis videos and I will discuss more of social media's impacts. Also leave me a comment, let me know what you think of Facetune and where you think the line is drawn, if any, or if you like Facetune, if you personally use it. Let me know, I love to discuss, love to read your comments. Also follow me on Instagram for some very average pics. No Facetune, I promise. It'd be so ironic if you went there and it was all just like... I'm exhausted and I'm gonna go now. Okay, thanks, bye.